goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. We have, ladies and gentlemen, America's Princess of Policy with me. Very rare that we open the first segment with Princess Di, but today's a special day. And this is a serious thing that we have to talk about. Princess Di brought this to our attention uh, earlier in the week, and it is worth revisiting. So happy Black Friday, Princess Di. How are you, my lady? (laughs) I am so happy to hear your voice. It is a wonderful thing, Sir James, as always. It is, you know, I hope your Thanksgiving was wonderful, Diana. There is a piece of legislation, and goodness, I hate to bring up legislative matters on today, but this cannot wait. You brought it to our attention, and I have been perturbed ever since you filled us in on the details. And that is the alleged bill that is called the uh, alleged, meaning the title, Respect for Marriage. It is anything but. Can you inform our audience that hasn't heard this and revisit it for those that have exactly what this measure is? Well, it sounds good, as all Democrat legislation does. It, you know, it's basically all is paradise legislation. All of the names of their bills are not true. So that should be your first clue. This is not in any way a Respect for Marriage Act at all. It is, in fact, a respect for one kind of marriage, and that is gay marriage. And the traditional views of the traditional marriage are not going to have legal protection going forward if this does indeed pass this coming week. And the disappointment is on our side that 12 Republican senators voted to advance this legislation. If they had not, this would have died on the vine. This would have been, you know, successfully filibustered. But because, you know, Mitch McConnell obviously gave the green light, although he did not vote for it. He, you know, there are, these things do not happen by themselves. And so 12, the usual suspects, and I'm not going to name all of them, but it's Susan Collins, Rob Portman, Lisa Murkowski, and Mitt Romney. That's the kind of Republican we we know them by their deeds. We know all 12. And it is something that is going to take away uh, tax exemption from organizations and possibly churches included who refuse to perform or uh, support gay marriage. And uh, federal funds will be taken away. The threat is enormous and countrywide. And unfortunately, you had some organizations who supported it and gave these 12 senators cover, the National Association of Evangelicals and the Mormon Church, who are basically lying about what the impact is going to be. And the, the key to it is that Mike Lee offered an amendment which protects faith-based institution, traditional marriage supporters, and they he can't even get a vote on it. 
And so they keep claiming, the supporters of this bill, that this is, you know, all a made-up paranoia. There's no reason to have the Mike Lee Amendment at all. And his response is, well, then let's debate it. If what you are saying is true and that traditional marriage will be protected, then let's have the debate. But they won't. So this is something that is alarming. It's something they tried to slip under the radar. It was the first day when Mitch McConnell won the leadership post again for the ninth time. It was the first thing on the docket, first thing they did. And so they thought in the, you know, the fog of war from the election, no one would pay attention. Well, thank goodness for heritage and thank goodness for people who actually do read legislation that the alarm was sent out. And so, as I had said last time, that is something we all need to become activists on. And we need to call our senators, our representatives and demand that this not move forward without Mike Lee's amendment. And, and, and in fact, it shouldn't move forward at all, and it should be filibustered. Well, this is not a settled issue in the country. I know people say, oh, gay marriage, come on, we did that years ago. Yes, that part has been settled, but it is not settled inside American churches and among people of faith. In fact, the Methodist, I, I don't know, I believe it's the United Methodist, but one of the, the major churches in Christianity, just lost a third of their congregations who decided that they could no longer stay with the parent uh, organization, the parent church, because of this issue, because they believe differently and they don't recognize. And so they're losing, um, they're losing about a third of their congregations. This is anything but settled. And so the threat is, is that if you don't toe the line, if you don't believe as you're being told to believe that the that you will be subject to lawsuits you'll be not only called the names that you're called you you'll lose your tax exemption if you're a church and possibly subjected to lawsuits claiming that you're a bigot because of your religious beliefs now all of this to my way of thinking violates the religious principles that America was founded on. This is Thanksgiving weekend. We are celebrating this weekend. The true story of Thanksgiving is Russia. It was not only about um, ab about the introduction of capitalism over socialism into America, but it was also the pilgrims who came here in search of religious freedom. Our first article, the, the amendment, the first amendment to our Constitution, forbid the government to enter into this very debate. They should make no law that prohibits the the expression of religion, and yet here they are doing it. And it's not only the expression. It's the free exercise of. In other words, you know, it's not just what you're allowed to believe what you want, but you're allowed to, as a religious person, exercise that faith as part of your citizenship rights. And one of the things this bill also does, which is very important to know, it repeals the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act, which was signed by Bill Clinton. It was a bipartisan uh, law, and it requires the federal government basically to protect traditional marriage. And now that's going out the window. And to have anyone on our side pretend that it's fine and good and glorious and that people who, you know, uh, 
believe in traditional marriage will be protected, well, then why are we getting rid of the existing law? That I mean, I thought settled law was something that we were supposed to, you know, stare thesis was something we were supposed to be fans of. But in this case, they're just throwing it out the window. And, it, and one of the, the worries is uh, the law supposedly says that organizations will be protected, which is not true. But there's nothing in there about individuals, such as if you happen to have a little cake-making shop or a little, little wedding photographer shop, there's nothing in there that protects your right to not do engage in commerce that supports gay marriage. And in this legislation, you will be subject to lawsuits and federal action. So in my opinion, this needs to be thoroughly aired, and I'm very, very grateful for Heritage for bringing it to our attention. And Heritage made the connection between this legislation and the 87,000 IRS agents that are on the docket, because that is where this battle is going to be. A tax exemption will be removed from many organizations who now basically uh, believe in traditional marriage. This is quite upsetting, and I'll tell you what, one of the things I can't help think, at least in the case of some of these senators, the Romneys, the Murkowskis, even Jody Ernst went along with this business, Capito, Burr, Blunt, Murkowski. A lot of Republicans were actually unhappy that Roe versus Wade was overturned. Now, they may not say it, and they may yeah. not say it loudly, but Sue Collins, come on, she was openly upset about it. And so I think this, in a way, is almost, in addition to everything else that you mentioned, this is also a little payback. Oh, you guys want to take care? You guys got rid of Roe versus Wade? Well, take this. They don't like the evangelical movement. They don't like, yeah, they don't like, um, how do I put it, religious believers that are strong in their faith. They find those people objectionable. At least that's my point of view. I think that's exactly right. And and your assumption about the connection between uh, getting rid of Roe v. Wade is absolutely explicit. That was June 24 of this past year where Roe v. Wade fell. By July 19th, this legislation was ready to go in the House of Representatives, and it got 47 Republican votes. It was a direct result of the fall of Roe v. Wade. And explicitly so. They got right on on this, you know, train to okay the Clarence Thomas comment about revisiting uh, the Obergefell decision. He mentioned that in his concurring opinion, and so they went right to action. So this is a, a direct result, as you say, of Roe versus Wade. And unfortunately, we have a lot of rhinos who are, you know, in that same camp. Well, okay, there's a call to action, folks. If this is a matter that that concerns you, you'd better not sit on the sidelines. Princess Di, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. Same to you, Sir James.